0: Hello and welcome, everyone, to episode 21 of the VGC Trainers School podcast, where we focus on the competitive side of Pokemon. Whether you are a ladder scholar or newcomer to VGC, we will help you learn. Class is in session. I'm Jake, as always, and with me, we have a returning co-host and a new guest on the show. First, we have Tony... Welcome back, Tony. How's it going, man? What's up? What's new? It's new.
1: Getting destroyed by Palance on Reg C. Other than that, I gave No, I said what's
0: what's new, not like what's been happening for the past three weeks. The, you know what?
1: I, I, it lives rent-free in my head. I don't know how to tell you. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but other than that, uh, giving in to Palance in Reg C. So that's cool, too. You know, I, I'm more of a Batman fan, but Superman, Dolphin, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that's about all I got.
0: Cool. Okay. And uh, what have you been doing recently? Did you play in the Global Challenge at all?
1: I mean, I did. Am I proud of
0: it? No, but I did. Okay. Well, we'll get into that later, but I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing how, uh, how that went. I'm sure you are. <laughs> sick, sick man. <laughs> and new to the podcast, please welcome in Snaps. Coming in for the first time. So Snaps, it's been a pleasure to get to know you last, you know, 10, 15 minutes and uh, chat a little bit. So how are you doing? What's what's going on? Tell us a little about yourself.
2: Yeah, Thanks. Thanks for having me. I don't know. I just I'm pretty new to VGC. I pretty much made my debut this weekend with the Global Challenge and then the Communities uh, Tournament we had uh, today. Uh, but I'm still learning the, the ropes when it comes to VGC. I just started learning what cores were. The only one I could remember was uh, Lily Cold, but yeah, other than that, just trying to figure out what's going on in VGC.
0: Very cool. Yeah, Lily Cold is a very fun core. It goes very fast, and honestly, some of those games can go quite quickly if you hit those sleep powders. So you played in the in the community tournament earlier today? That's neat.
2: Yes, yes, I did. And I actually used Lily Cole in the tournament.
0: Cool. All right. Well, we definitely want to, uh, you know, talk about that moving forward. But yes, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Personally, I also was playing in the Global Challenge. I was actually pretty excited to get into it because, as some of you may know, I was pretty sick for the last Global Challenge. So this time I had a clean bill of health but I will say some of the luck I had, or bad luck, I guess, did make me ill. I brought a snow team, and I froze three things. And two of those freezes happened on the same Pokemon. So <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It was like I was hitting a clicked blizzard dozens of times, and just there wasn't a single single freeze. And I was like, come on, man. But, uh, you know, I guess beggars can't be choosers.
1: You know what? I just got to say... Um... Because of that dad joke, I was feeling really bad for you until you did <laughs> that dad joke. And now, now I'm just like, you kind of deserve it. Now. Just a little That's bit. That's
0: not how this goes. You're a fellow dad. <laughs> You're supposed to be like, wow, man, you made, you made a joke about at your own expense. And it was funny. I feel so much like better and worse for you at the same time. Like, Come it's on. like
1: one of those things where it's just like, oh, thanks for reminding me.
2: This
0: scene.
1: <laughs> I'm too new to the the whole dad thing, so that went way over my head. Don't worry. It, it just comes naturally over time. Uh-huh. It, it's a it's a sad thing that happens. See, I, I embrace it fully. I think you embraced it before you were a dad. I have a I, feeling you would just, like, whenever someone said, would say something, it's like, oh, what's up? The ceiling, and then it's, like, secretly... I hate you a little bit more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, I was never into those jokes. I, when I when I did speech and debate in in college, we would do transitional sentences and like phrases to be able to move from one point to the next and so we would use like funny, colorful, sort of punny language based on the topic that we were talking about. And I would be just up at night sometimes thinking about like, okay, what if I was if I was doing a topic on this speech, how could I transition from one point to the next? and so that's kind of what happened but that's for another <laughs> podcast because i don't want to ex- <laughs> i don't want to get into just how big of a nerd i really am so let's jump into the agenda for the episode that we have today first and foremost as always we are going to jump into some news that we have circulating the internet and sarah b of course Then we are going to get into the topic. For the topic today, we're going to talk about Global Challenge number 2 and our experiences in it, as well as look at the top four teams from the recent VGC Trainers School Tournament that just concluded a few hours ago. And then, last but certainly not least, we have... A very cool interview with the one and only Salty Dolphins. You'll definitely want to stick around for that. But first, let's get into the news. Snaps, can you please take this first one?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, the next seven-star raid has been announced. It is in Uh Yeah, uh, it'll run from April 28th through the 30th and will repeat may 5th through the 7th and it is an ice terror type and so you'll likely have a stab blizzard which uh may be good for snow teams i like the reaction it's just like
1: uh yeah <laughs> yeah that, i think we all just felt like oh it's
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah
1: cool i guess i think i might skip this one i think it's we so talked about fun. this last time like which one's the worst and it was an Intellion oh, yeah was... I
0: I cut all of that because like we were basically <laughs> talking in circles but it was basically between Intellion and Decidueye as being the worst starter of the uh, of like the recent generations and uh I think we concluded that it was Decidui. But...
1: competitively not visually
0: correct that was, correct that was the argument yeah that was visually the stipulation. is Intellion yeah but uh let's move on to this next piece so tony can you please take this this uh second piece of news please all right
1: uh so global challenge number three has already begun accepting signups the competition will start on star wars day may the fourth be with you uh i mean live long and prosper for all you uh star trek fans (laughs) That's and, uh, rude. <laughs> oh, I'm I am here to. I I chose violence right now. <laughs> uh, on May fourth at eight p.m. Eastern time. You know that's is it Eastern time eight p.m. Whatever. Anyways, uh, and conclude on Sunday, May seventh at seven fifty nine Eastern time. The rewards have not been confirmed as of yet, but based on previous global challenges, it might just be an ultra ball
0: backpack or some league points. Is did we get a did we get awards for this one? They haven't dropped yet, but they will be. And and it will be the great ball backpack. And it burns me up because it's not even a great ball. Like the first, like the the Pokeball backpack was like the red top and then the white bottom, which is like fine. But then the great ball is so distinctly the blue top with those like red ovals on them. And the backpack doesn't have it. It's just a blue top and white bottom. So it's kind of like a shiny Voltorb more so than a Great Ball. So if it's so if the Ultra Ball backpack is just yellow on top and white on the bottom without like the black stripes on it, what are they doing? It's just annoying. All righty. Well, that wraps up the news. So let's jump into the topic. Our first bit of news that we're going to talk about with the topic today, of course, is the global challenge number two. So let's get started. So Snaps, what did you bring to Global Challenge number two? All
2: right. So I was actually one of the people that got affected by the patch. Oh, and no. And so I had to take an old team that I had made right at the beginning of Series B, Regulation B. Okay. Um. So I, I took in Palmot, Goldango... Tauros Fire, Murkrow, Fluttermane, and Garchomp.
0: Okay. That actually sounds kind of fun. So you have like, you have a fast mode, you have your Intimidate. Was it Mirror Herb Tauros? No, it was Safety Goggles. Okay. That's fun. That's fun.
2: Yeah. So it was an old team. I thought it was really pretty good because it was a, like one of the, like the first actual VGC team that I made that I thought was all right. But when it came to like the Ruin Mons and people now knowing how to use the paradox mons way better it it struggled just a little bit
0: how so was it just, did it just feel like your your sets were outdated
2: yeah yeah because like for instance my uh my flutter had had icy wind on it still because that was a thing uh right when regulation b came out um not yeah people people don't use icy wind anymore because they don't it's not needed as much right so i was like i
0: was i had a whole slot move slot that i didn't even use that's fair and like and yeah that'll that'll happen so you so like so going in using an old team you're kind of playing with house money in a way because you're just like eh, whatever happens happens and at the very least you're gonna get you know a sweet great ball backpack but how did the games go
2: uh they're all right i remember in the The podcast episode you talked about uh the first one how there was a lot of cheese for me it didn't seem like it was that way for me anyway just because i'm so new to vgc that everything just seems normal to me sure uh there was a there's a couple things that surprised me uh i had someone using
0: screech on an annihilate oh man i wonder if they were just (laughs) If they just use a set that they were uh, working against the, the Typhlosion Ghost Raids.
2: <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. They beat me, so it worked. Also, there was also one that I really liked. Uh, it was a Gold Dango with a normal Terra type and Leftovers.
0: Oh, yeah. Normal. That that does that does make sense. I mean, because you go from having immunity to having a super effective, so who's going to bring a fighting type into that? And, of course, it's great for Fluttermane because you're immune to its main stab that it's gonna use to predominantly hit a goldango
2: yeah it caught me off guard because I'd never seen it before I thought it was pretty cool
0: I might have to work it into one of my teams that's neat so but like how, how did the uh, how did you play overall like do you remember like how many games you played or anything like that so I played
2: the, all three days I played the full 45 games oh
0: wow he grinded that's great
2: yeah I, I streamed the entire thing. I I, I want to say one, maybe about a third. So okay, so I'm not like terrible, but again, going with an older team, a little outdated. But yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, one thing that it was super funny though is at one point I had uh, my opponent was using a Tinkaton and it had glitched into the ground, so the only thing you could see was the, its head and the top of its hammer. That's <laughs> fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. Uh well Tony, what'd you bring to the global challenge number two? Oh
1: fuck, we're we're talking about this now. <laughs>
0: oh shit. no, we can we can do it later when we're not recording a podcast. Up with that? Wink. Um
1: <laughs> uh so, yeah, so I brought Wo Chen thinking like, oh fuck yeah. Well Yeah, Chien. maybe we
0: maybe we should cut this, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I brought Wo Chen Glamora uh I, I think I threw Baxcalibur on for some reason. I think it was just the panic of not being able to breed. Huff. Right. Um yeah, so uh it was rough. It was it was it was really rough. Like Wo Chien is not made for the best of one ladder. I don't I don't even know if Wo Chen is made for anywhere that's not Showdown at this point. Because on Showdown I did great. Yeah. But so like the bad thing about will teams to me at least is there's a lot of luck involved because it's not a stall team but it's really close like you, you have stall as a win con right and uh, in global challenge you don't know what you don't know anything that's going to happen so it's like you could have like i did see a lot of Tinkatons. i will say that i saw a lot of Tinkatons. i didn't see blizzard as much there was like one team where I was like, oh, if I lose to this, I'm just not going to play anymore. And I lost and I, I I did not play anymore. I can't remember what it was. It was it was really bad to look at. I mean, the global challenge, the more you think about it, the more it's just like, that's when that surprise factor that everyone was afraid of actually matters. Right. So it's like, uh, I, th- I think remember pre-series one or yeah, pre-series, like when we were all getting together, coming up with ideas, and it was like we had the the Terra Fairy Ting Lu with Terra Water Skeleturge. And uh I, I think what did we have? We had Tauros, Water Tauros with like Choice Band. Yeah, that was Spirit fun. Grass. Yeah. Like I think that team might have actually been good here. But I think a lot of it has to do with the surprise factor. So
0: with, well, yeah, I mean, that's what that's what ladder best of one is, you know, yeah. team sheets and everything.
1: Yeah. That, yeah, I mean, if I mean, if you're good at ranked, I guess, then you're good at this. But um, correct, uh yeah, definitely not the way to go. You know, Mike Lamora was like, it was cool, but it wasn't like doing enough the wo chien i would miss leech seed and i thought i forgot that was a thing
0: yeah that sucks like because when you miss leech seed with wo chien it's so critical for that hp recovery oh. when you miss it and you just have like a negative turn and you're just like oh god i just took damage i can't recover it and it's like and then then like people can switch out and just that yeah it sucks
1: yeah no like it, it the worst for me was just the random terror types right so it's like what did I fight? I fought like a Terra flying annihilate with terror blast. And I was like, this is just bullshit. Now, how dare you come at me with a Terra flying annihilate. And it worked because I had nothing for it. I I, I think I just like looked at it and I was like, yeah, no, that's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I brought a, I brought a snow team as I was, I think I had, I may have mentioned before, uh, but if I didn't, yeah, it was a snow team. It was bundle Obama snow, scarf Chi lumberry on a zoomerill. That was like the 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 core four, because you get your fire water grass core. You had the the speed with scarf on Chi and the the scarf was just enough speed to be faster than dragapult. Then the remaining two slots were. Life Orb, Inner Focus, Dragonite, and Leftovers with or Leftovers on Annihilate. So that way you could have Annihilate behind Aurora Veil, which we were setting Aurora Veil with Iron Bundle. I say we because this was something that uh, Will and I both brought to the Global Challenge. So you could have like a WinCon with, you know, double screens for Annihilate. Or you had tons of priority with Aqua Jet, Ice Shard, and Extreme Speed. So it was a very fun team. I definitely enjoyed playing it. I played about 25 games. I do have some notes. I was 5-1 and one after 6 games, which was cool. Game 7, I won because this was actually the only freeze of the entire weekend that mattered at all. <laughs> My So it was a salt vest on... bomb of snow and we had terra water with terra blast so that was actually a great way to get rid of some arcanines because they just wouldn't expect it because they were expecting the flare blitz so then you terra water and then you terra blast them so then like they're taking residual damage or the recoil damage and then you actually are in many instances able to to knock them very very low um so i won because i had a bomb of snow on the field and with a with a dragonite and the it was i was a facing a Glamora and a ting lu so the dragonite i think i forget who i attacked into but the Glamora power gemmed into the obama snow it was not tarot so it was super effective rock on ice damage but because of the assault vest it was able to live and so i then blizzard right and so I actually get both the Glamora and the Ting Lu down to very low, and I freeze the Glamora, which was excellent, because then the Ting Lu attacked into the Dragonite to kill it. So because of the fact that Glamora was frozen, then the Obama Snow went first, essentially, was able to blizzard both of them for the for the double kill. And then the incoming Fluttermane, I was able to ice shard for because uh, it only had a little bit left and I was able to take that out. So it got like three kills within two turns. For the win. Every other like the only two other freezes was against a ferrigaraph when I was trying to stop Trick Room and then it unfroze anyways and it thawed and then it I froze it again and then I but I killed it. It was just like it was annoying. Those are the only three freezes I had the entire weekend. that was the
1: um, giraffe supremacy, just yeah,
0: yeah. I had a Ting Lu hit Fisher on me turn one and turn two in game 15 to end day one. And the worst part of it was, I still had a chance to win, but I threw because I was trying to Aqua Jet incorrectly. Like, I had a Iron Bundle and an Azumarill on the field against a King Gambit and and something. And I think it was like the Tinglu or, or whatever, it was, and it was, and something else. And what I should have done was since my... And it was Terrifier on King Gambit. So what I was trying to do was just like, oh, I can just Blizzard because there was an Amoongus on the field. That's what it was. And I didn't want to have it redirected. So what I should have done probably was actually Aqua Jet into the King Gambit because I would have gone first. And then I get the the single target Blizzard into Amoongus, but I was afraid of the Rage Powder. But it was fun. It was definitely the most games I've played on cart in a very long time. I prioritized watching my cousin Vinny on Saturday night over playing VGC, and I stand by that decision. That's the but, VGC, (laughs) exactly yeah my 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 cousin vgc and uh but it was it was it was very fun i definitely enjoyed that team i'm going to keep it as a rental probably so i can play it on ladder every now and again but something that we identified was not having a steel type or a fire type to really resist fairy was probably not the best idea Because none of our terrors even gave us any like any resistances either because we were water, we were water on on the annihilate. So
1: I will say your team looked super fun. I was I was kind of jealous that I brought you know what was my bro chin, my wo chan. And uh did you see that Will actually
0: beat Addy? Addy? Yes,
1: he beat Addy with that team,
0: yes. Yeah, Will just did, did like he he did fantastic. I was so, so happy. I for think him. He, did he get points? Uh we don't know yet. He said that he maybe should have stopped at some point. He was like top 400 or something like that. And then he lost a few. But you know what? I, I'm 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 glad that he was still playing. But yeah, he was he was killing it. Like he would be, you know, he would give us updates and he would be like, Yeah, I'm seven and oh. Yeah, I'm like eight and oh. Oh, I'm down to like, you know, nine and one, but still still doing well. I'm over 1650 it was very cool so it's like i I was just very happy for him very very proud of uh you know proud of him for doing that
1: that's i expect to hear this from you guys at hartford i'm just saying
0: yeah i i if if you if you were to tell me that will was going to do better at me than hartford i 100% would believe you (laughs) that's (laughs) i would hope that that happens no this is how
1: it would really go down (laughs) you would go undefeated at hartford day one and day two and then when you hit top cut is when Will just comes out of nowhere and just wins somehow. And he he's going to, like, complain the whole time. He's like, oh, I think I'm going to lose. <laughs> and then he just wins. Yeah. And he's like, wow, I didn't expect this again for the third time.
0: <laughs> it could be. That'd be fun. That'd be fun to see. I also saw, so Swamp was talking about some of the interesting spice that he saw. He saw Zap Cannon on Belly Bolt. Saw a very interesting Psy Spam team that had U Turn on Espathra to proc weakness policy and weak armor on a Terra Psychic Armor Rouge. There was one team that I'm just, I still like, I'm kicking myself for not just leading Annihilate into it. They led Crabrawler and Muck. And nice. I just didn't have, I for whatever reason, I just, I, they they landed they landed two gunk shots and I missed and I double missed heat wave did and you, like did you lose? it was bad yeah I did you it was really it was bad I, just I, wait for
1: a muck to come back he is I
0: waiting. love a muck dude I I, I love that muck I
1: it's
0: used to run go. I when I would play singles one of my favorite cores was a muck and Gyarados it was, it was great
1: so like my favorite thing about Loland muck was power of alchemy. I thought that was the coolest ability. And <laughs> just like pairing it up with like a something with huge power, even sheer force, like you could even do sheer force, but like pure power or huge power, and then just have them die, and then a lolan gets huge power, it's it's gross. Yeah. It's poison dark is still one of my favorite typings defensively.
0: Yeah. No, that was cool. I used to run it like an A V set pursuit oh my god you just destroy special attackers that couldn't do anything <laughs> tapu lele jolteon they would just die it was great
1: do you think pursuit would change the game now
0: yeah oh for sure especially so? with so much balance out there do you see yeah. how many switches and position? how much positioning happens give tyranitar pursuit and it just it dominates
1: uh, like if you give like a Mutt comes back. It comes back with pursuit, and you just give it a clear amulet because the intimidate cycles. Ah, you know, See, what? I, don't
0: know if, f- I don't know if it works on Alolan Mutt, though, because there's so much ground like ground damage is really good.
1: <laughs> we don't, we don't doubt it.
0: Yeah,
1: I want a Ninetales. Nine Tails.
0: That's what I, I do. it will be so good, I'm, but that's I'm- for oh, that's, that's for another episode, and we start talking about <laughs> Pokemon Home once that gets. You know, any sort of news. So whatsoever. next year. Yeah, yeah. So instead, <laughs> let's talk about something that has already happened in the form of the VGC 2023 International Challenge hosted by the VGC Trainer School. It just wrapped earlier today from the recording. is actually the second largest tournament for Regulation C over the last four weeks as per Limitless, where the tournament was posted so we had you know a significant number of players and some great great teams so we're going to talk about these top four so i posted in the doc guys the link to the teams so we're going to start from number four and go up to the victor salvi para rocking a pretty cool team but let's start with slam vgc
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they have your wo chien it looks like uh pretty cool pretty cool team so it's flutter with booster energy rock and protect substitute hex moon blast and we have a choice scarf chi Yu, heat wave dark pulse overheat and snarl i like that set wash or oh my god rotom wash with safety goggles Terra-type Poison is pretty cool on that. Thunderbolt, Hydro Pump, Will-O-Wisp, and Protect. Pretty standard set. We have a Corviknight with Mirror Armor. No surprise there. With the Fire Terra over something like Dragon. Ironhead, Brave Bird, Bulk Up, and Roost. That's my favorite set as well. With the Lumberry. We have Wo Chien, also Poison Terra with Leftovers. Pollen Puff, Foul Play, Leech Seed, and Protect. I believe it's Spicer who loves Foul Play, right? on uh, yeah, I do
1: too. I think it's it's smart.
0: Because the cool thing is foul play is not affected by Tablets of Ruin because Wojian is the one using it. So even though the opposing Pokemon whose attack stat is being lowered by the ability, when foul play is calculated, the lowered attack stat is not factored in. So you're actually getting the original attack stat, even though when that po- a Pokemon attacks you, they're using the reduced one. I think that's a neat little trick with Ochiid. Uh, I'm so mad at it. <laughs> and last but not least is Assault Vest Glamora with the Grass Terra type, Earth Power, Power Gem, Mortal Spin, and Venoshock. T- typically you see like a Sludge Bomb or maybe even, you know, obviously with like not an Assault Vest, but with uh, like the Focus Sash set. We give it the spiky shield or something, but I think Venashok's kind of cool, considering that you're trying to get those poisons anyway. And then you have the Hex on Fluttermain for that mortal spin. Pretty cool team. It's like a uh, very special attack heavy, which makes sense, considering you have both Chiyu and Wo Chien, and then Corbinite is your lone physical attacker. It's a pretty fun team, looks like. What do you guys yeah. think? We'll start with you, uh, Snaps.
2: Yeah, So I like it.
0: Um... I do actually. I
2: think I did play against a Glamora in the Global Challenge that had Venoshock. Okay. So, and I again, I thought that was normal, but I guess not. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, also, kudos to Slam because he is the only one who brought the uh, Rotom Wash. I made it top five. Is the only one in that
0: entire tournament. All right, that is good to know. I, I think Tony, you've been messing around with Rotom Wash recently, haven't you? That's <laughs> the sauce
1: don't spread the word <laughs> <laughs> sorry nobody listens to this anyways no no <laughs> so, so, you pay for these people
0: <laughs> True. um
1: yeah no i think it's really cool i i did you say the rotom wash was Terra poison
0: i did say that
1: i mean i guess i guess in in a way it makes sense
0: yeah you resist right? fairy you resist grass and you have levitate mm-hmm
1: so like it makes sense and like with Rotom Wash you really don't want, like you really Terra only when you need to, right? It's like yeah, Rotom Wash is like a perfect counter for Palafin and yep. Iron Bundle. But like you have to hit the Iron Bundle first or else it's going to like take you out. But Terra Poison doesn't seem that bad for it at all actually.
0: I think Terra Poison is pretty cool because there's, I mean, there's a lot of fighting coverage, there's a lot of um, there's not much psychic coverage outside of, like, specific Psy Spam and you have Fluttermane, Chi, you, you know they do really well into that.
1: I, I do want to note that, like, I do like the Hex Fluttermains on teams like this. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, you should always use flex Hutter, Fluttermane because you have Will-O-Wisp on your balance teams but, like, usually when you have like, Glamora. You know that you're probably going to poison, you know, 95% of the team, unless they like Terra Steel or Terra Poison. Um, even even then, they might tear a Poison too late. So you still get poisoned. Uh, so Hex is definitely really cool on teams like these.
0: I really do like those. Yeah. I think it's cool. Very cool team. I, it definitely seems to work well in your best of three scenario because Chi Yu with Scarf is so versatile cuz that like that hundred space stat speed is you can like hit a bunch of different numbers depending on what you want to be able to do like you can be faster than dragapult you can be just like max speed and you can be faster than um you know 252 you like like a jolly tusk basically if you want to run timid versus modest so i think it's in a really good spot with with scarf especially since with getting access to moves like Snarl, Heat Wave, Dark Pulse, you can really swap it in, swap it out. It's bulkier than you would expect, and it can do a ton of damage because with its ability and with its stab Snarl, I mean, Snarl is doing a lot of damage, and it's also lowering special special attack, plus hitting both sides. So it's a pretty good pretty good move. righty, let's nice. move nice. on to... The <laughs> but yes, the Rotom Wash <laughs> is definitely the, the star of that team. Uh, so, number three, we have Mushy. They are much more so, I guess, on the physical offensive side, running some additional sauce, kind of one of the other popular Pokemon that is popping up recently. So we have Chen Pao with the Life Orb, as opposed to Focus Sash. Uh, Terror-type Flying, which is pretty neat. Ice Spinner, Sucker Punch, and Terror Blast. Typically, you see some sort of, like, Ice Shard, or maybe a Throw Chop or something like that there, so that's pretty cool with Protect. Arcanine, Safety Goggles, Ghost Terra type, so another interesting Terra type on Arcanine. Flare Blitz, Will-O-Wisp, E-Speed, Protect. Bronzong is interesting with the Water Terra, Body Press, Iron Defense, Trick Room, and Gyro Ball. It's a very fun Bronzong set. I like the Trick Room on there because it has a lot of speed on the team, but if you want a Counter Tailwind, that's the best way to do it. Then we have Palafin with your standard set, J- uh, Jet Punch, Wave Crash, Haze Protect. Citrus Berry, Amoongus with your Water Terra type, Pollen puff, Spore, Rage Powder Protect. And Booster Flutter with Dazzling Gleam, Shadow Ball, Substitute, and Protect with the Fairy Terra type. This is neat. This is like a semi trick room team. You don't even need trick room with with Bronzong because just on its own with iron defense, body press and gyro ball, it's able to just kind of sit there especially since it has leftovers. So this is this seems like a fun team. You have a lot of different modes with what you want to be able to do. You can reverse trick room, you can set it. You can you have, you know, priority, you have speed, substitute with Flutter main is great. It's fun. What do you think, Tony? We'll start with you
1: yeah no i i like teams like this like it's one of those things where it's like palafin abuses trick room even like if since because it's not for on the other end most likely because only i use it
0: um (laughs) but uh
1: because like there's no terrain like that anymore um definitely trick room being an option is always nice i think bronzong works a lot better in this format just because of like everything's so fast and everything's really fast paced in the long run you know like the better teams are like you know you're either hitting hard like with priority or you're just hitting super fast like with fluttermane even if you're like the bulky set you're still pretty fast and paired up with uh pao i mean gyro balls are just going to be taking chunks
0: true very true
1: um i i have seen a few of the life or champows though and i think that Terra blast is neat because champow was always one of those mods where it's like oh you have four slots you know four move syndrome where it's like you always have ice spinner sucker punch you know you either have haze or uh sacred sword and then you have protect right so, so seeing Terra blast because i always like Terra flying for it because i mean you know, it's one of those things that's so frail. Do you really, like, want a Terra? Or, like, do you even need a defensive Terra for it? But using it as the offensive Terra instead of, like, for the defensive purposes, I, I think that's pretty cool. And then um, I guess the uh, the only question I would have is what, what was the boost from the booster energy right. on the Fluttermane? Because yeah. it's a substitute. So would you want to be faster to substitute quicker or would you just like be bulky enough where you could get the substitute off?
0: That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, I could see definitely both going both ways. Yeah. What do you think about this team snaps? Anything jump out to you?
2: Uh, well, I I like that it can go both ways with yeah. the, the trick groom bronze <laughs> on because uh, on my many failed attempts of making teams, I try to do kind of like this both ways type thing, and I wish I did in this tournament. Because I got screwed over so many times by Tailwind.
0: Yeah, that'll happen if yeah. you're not ready for it. If you can't like match it, you know it can really steamroll you.
2: Yeah, so I really wish I did. So I I'm looking at that. and I'm like I might actually have to go try this team specifically just to see how it works because I'm yeah. very curious. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. It's, it seems like it seems like a lot of fun. Definitely something to you know try and reverse engineer maybe some of those EVs and see how it plays out.
2: Yeah, uh, he all uh, Mushi also was the only one to bring a bon- Bronzong as well. Okay. So we okay. got all two right. in the top four bringing uh unique Pokemon.
0: That's that is very cool. All right, this number two team we have your Palance team with Baxcalibur. So it's your Fabcore, Flutter Arcanine, <laughs> Amoongus, Palafin, with Tinglu and Baxcalibur. Uh, the Arcanine is the Flareblaze Will-O-Wisp, Howl Protect, so no E-Speed there. Amoongus with Citrus Berry, Water Terra, Spore, Polypuff, Rage Power, Protect. Uh, Wave Crash, Jet Punch, Haze, Protect on Palafin. Choice Specs, Flutter, with T-Bolt as that fourth slot. Everything else you can pretty much figure out. Assault Vest, Ting Lu, with Stopping Tantrum, Ruination, Stone Edge, and Heavy Slam. And then Clear Amulet, Bax, with the Poison Terra type. Blade Rush, Icicle Crash, Ice Shard, and Protect. This is your standard balance set. Uh, Arcanine Howl definitely popping up in popularity. Yeah, pretty standard team. I don't think there's really much to say about it. It's just really going to come down to how good is the trainer to be able to pilot a team like this against everybody else.
1: I think the Rope Trap should
0: be more popular if Arcanine is going to keep howling everyone. That's a good shout. I wouldn't be surprised if that does pop up. That's a good idea, Tony.
1: I was mm-hmm. just thinking that and I was
0: like throat chop. Okay. I like that. That can be a fun little iteration on it, you know.
2: I I do remember playing against a couple throat chops in the uh global challenge. Okay. I, I believe it is because of the Arcanine. It, I could see that.
0: those things. It also stops Parasong too, right?
1: Yeah. Or no.
0: No, it oh or, it doesn't. Oh, wait, no, wait. it does.
1: It's yawn. Yeah. It's yawn is the weird one that it doesn't stop.
0: It stops like hyper voice, parasong, howl yeah no i i think like throat
1: chop should is probably gonna like come up a little bit but i also think throat chop it's uh it's the really common dark move right now yeah like almost all dark types have it as like a this is the dark stab throat chop but like no one really cared about it because it didn't really see too much like it didn't start gaining popularity to like what the middle or end of sword and shield and it wasn't even like that popular it was just more of like a it's not darkest lariat and it's just good stab well like it also was...
0: it stopped parting shot didn't it
1: yeah that's what it was okay yeah. so it was it was it was because of stopped parting shot so you would throat chop your opponent's incinerator because Correct. everyone had one
0: yeah and so like you would try and speed creep it a little bit and yeah
1: yeah so i'm wondering if that's gonna like happen again so it's like you want to howl? good throat
0: chop no you don't <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, this is, this seems like a pretty, pretty standard balanced, balanced team. So something to check out if you're looking for a balanced team to play and uh, see how it all, you know, carries through. So let's move on to the last team of the top four, AKA the champion, Salvi Para, going eight and one. Very, very impressive. Rocking a, I think, I think you might be able to call this balance or maybe just like, uh, bulky offense, perhaps. So we have clear amulet on Caliber with the poison Terra, Glaive Rush, Icicle Crash, Dragon Dance, and Protect. akaberry on Amoongus with Steel Terra type, Spore, Rage Powder, Pollen Puff, and Clear Smoke. So no Protect. Safety Goggles, Chi Yu with the Water Terra, Dark Pulse, Heat Wave, Protect, Nasty Plot. Iron Hands with the Assault Vest, Grass Terra type, Fake Out, Close Combat, Wild Charge, and Volt Switch, so no Drain Punch there and no Heavy Slam, which was popping up on Iron Hands more frequently. Uh, Booster Flutter with Moonblast, Sub, Shadow Ball, and Protect, so all single target moves. And Citrus Berry Gyarados with the Steel Terra, Thunder Wave, Waterfall, Taunt, and icy wind instead of something like helping hand or protect very cool team i like something like this this is like you have multiple forms of setup with your rage powder whether you're looking to do a dragon dance a nasty plot or a sub plus you have fake out so you can either do fake out or rage powder and then gyarados has just become a a very fun support intimidate anti-ground pokemon this seems like a pretty fun team. I, I can definitely see how a team like this would would do well in a best of three format, because as long as you know what if like you can figure out speed, speed tiers, you can set up very well. Plus, a Moongus with, you know, rage powder is just so, so good. So yeah, the team looks really fun. I could definitely see how this would work out and be fun to use in a best of three format. So, Tony, is this something that you might be interested in checking out and playing for yourself?
1: Um, it's it, the backslants, you know, every every balance has to have a different version of it. So this is backslint. Um, those teams are definitely always kind of cool. Uh, it, you know, Gyarados is, you know, another good counter for Palafin, kind of takes the hits. I do think this one's kind of interesting because it has Icy Wind and Thunder Wave, those like different forms of speed control. Yeah. Um, another substitute booster energy, Fluttermane. Agati probably just looks like substitute now everyone's like Fuck yeah substitute um but i mean iron hands is one of those ones that has always been there but it it's been falling off recently but like it might just like creep its way back up and like smack you with this giant iron hand and just be like don't forget about me like some of these like the chi used with the safety goggles or any not scarf chi you it always makes you wonder if it's a bulky set like you see the nasty plot go off, so it's like cool. It might be a little bulky or it might be fast. So it's always like kinda hard to determine. I think Terra Steel Amoongus is always an interesting choice just because of the way the format is now, you know, with so many Chiyu. And uh, you know, you got Ting Lu and you got a bunch of things that like could kind of handle the steel types. So I think seeing Amoongus is a Terra Steel is interesting, but it has Okaberry. So they, they knew. And then uh Baxcalibur is it's one of those ones where it's like it's good in one, it was good in series one, fell off in uh, you know, series two, and then reg C it comes back, and it's actually a lot better again. Um I think Dragon Dance is always interesting though. Like you you have the Amoongus to help you set up the dragon dance, all you really need is one, right? Because right. you need You can't be intimidated. You can't be burned. You get one dragon dance off and then you just go and you just annihilate. Uh, So it's, it's pretty cool to see. And you don't really need ice shard if you're running faster than everyone else. So yeah, I I can see this doing well in just regular tournaments. Like I would not be surprised if you see this in the next top cut, like an official tournament.
0: Yeah. What about you snaps? Do you like this kind of team? But yeah, I do like the team.
2: Um although personally I don't like Gyarados that much, not gonna lie. I just haven't ever liked him that much.
0: That's fair. I, I mean, it's that. definitely it's definitely a, a new way to play Gyarados because you kind of expect it to be like a Dragon Dance or like a choice band. Or, um but this is definitely much more of a supportive Gyarados set where it's like I'm using the fact that I have a great defensive typing, you know, outside of electric attacks, which really there aren't any, and Intimidate and your, you know, ground immunity, and it has really great support moves, and it's being used in that manner. So it's, it's. I'm curious how long it's going to stick around, but Gyarados plus Chi is a great way to get a similar type of feel from like Arcanine Palafin or something like that, because you still have your Fire or Water, and you still have your Intimidator.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly don't feel like Gyarados is gonna stick around much longer
0: because there is a lot of Fluttermane running uh Thunderbolt. That is by... true. That is definitely popping up in, in uh on some move sets. It, it's it's tougher for, for Fluttermane to fit Thunderbolt on it without being like a choice spec set or something like that. But yeah, I could I could see, you know, just repositioning or something, or or maybe people drop dazzling gleam for Thunderbolt or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And maybe if what, what Tony said about the Iron Hands coming back too, that might play a part in, uh, Gyarados falling off
0: too. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that for sure.
1: Yeah, Gyarados is one of those ones where it's it. So like you, when you see Gyarados on someone's team, it it's taking the place of Arcanine, which is like kind of the interesting thing where it's like if you're doing firewater grass cores you're only swapping two spots because the is just there and it's right. it's it's really helpful right um i do think Gyarados is probably i think it's going to be really good in regulation c like i think like with having taunt to get stop the opponents Amoongus and being able to intimidate the palafins kind of take those hits that's always going to be really nice um, but it's basically playing the same role as Arcanine, just from the water typing. So instead of Will Wisp, you Thunder Wave, you know, you could run Protect if you want to, you, or you could just run something else. Like some run Iron Head just to get rid of letter mains and stuff. And they're a lot of them Terra Steel. I think this one too is Terra Steel. So yes. it's like uh the the only problems that I could see coming up for Gyarados in the future would be Is it a Terra Hog at this point? Like, do you want to Terra it defensively? But like doing that with your support mon like a a lot of people, if you watch the finals, like Amoongus always Terra Waters. Or I think like you know, Wolf Terra chose to Terra the Gothitelle, you know, in the finals, and it was just the support mon was the Terra. So I it could be a good move.
0: Like I'm I'm curious to see what's gonna happen with with gyarados as well because it does it does fulfill a pretty cool niche role i guess or at least you know a a very needed role where it gives you speed control it gives you status it gives you pretty good damage i mean it's you know good good base stats overall so we'll see what happens but that is those are the, the top four teams so if you are looking into trying out your metal at a grassroots uh tournament definitely do come check us out in the discord the link of course and a link that will not expire is in the uh the show notes below so definitely give it a a check and come join the community come say hi and if you're joining from the podcast please let us know so yeah those looked like some really cool teams definitely want to check those out further and see what you know, maybe is something that I want to give a shot. But great, let's now move into the interview that we have with Salty Dolphin. I am very excited for this, so please uh, please enjoy. All right, well, welcome in, Salty Dolphin. This is going to be quite a, quite a treat for me. I've been watching you for uh, a long time, and I'm very excited to finally get a chance to talk to you. So... Salty Dolphin, uh, Twitch partner for over a year and a half now, multiple time Ironmon champion, arguably the biggest VGC streamer on Twitch, is certainly the most consistent with the number of hours that you put (laughs) in in a week, Squirtle and Pokemon Cry scholar and extraordinaire, and most importantly, better than Nino. So oh, welcome geez. in Salty. How's it going? How are you doing ah, today? It's good. The the worst part
3: is is that like my head to head against Dino is horrible. Like he's <laughs> got like I he's I think he's like five games to two on me right now. Cause like we've played pickup games at Orlando, we played pickup games at Charlotte, and then like we meet on the ladder. So like I think I think my head to head against Dino is horrible. Although I will say I have definitely outperformed him at outperformed him at orlando and charlotte so i'll take that i will take that but uh yeah i'm doing great man
0: Um happy good. to be here happy to talk um yeah cool should be a good time so you've been so you've been streaming uh you were talking you know before this started for over th- for three years now you've been a twitch partner for a year and a half so i checked out your your youtube channel you have a bunch of like iron man content and you're starting to post some more like vgc scarlet and violet stuff so really ultimately what kicked off You getting into streaming in the first place? Um, so funnily enough,
3: VGC is actually what got me into streaming, like initially, because I had this little funny little draft league with just me and my 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 friends. And what we thought would be cool is if we streamed all the games and then we can upload the games so people could like, you know, like you could watch somebody's game like it was like a football game, if you will, you know, like just like how like the Indianapolis Colts could see the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play, you know, if they're going up against them next week, if you will, right? Um, so we had this like cool little draft league and we um, you know, streamed all the matches, downloaded the VODs, uploaded them to YouTube. We called it the Orange Islands League. And we I had like this that. like little we, yeah, we like, you know, because we all live here in Florida. Um and so that, that's what got me initially into it. And then right around that time, um, good friend of mine and amazing streamer, I ate your pie. He came up with this challenge called Iron Man. And like, I'm a Pokemon nerd. And I was just like, I can beat that because like he was like, oh, this is so hard. This is so hard. I'm like, I can beat that, you know. Um, and to, to be fair, the first iteration of the challenge was not very hard. The, the the challenge has grown and, you know, blossomed into something, well, honestly, just magical at this point. Uh, and so I started streaming that and then like one or two people started hanging out with me. And I like even then, like I was doing like like eight to 12 hour streams doing that stupid challenge. So but yeah, yeah, that's how wow. I, that's that's what got me into streaming in the first place. And it's funny because it's almost come full circle because now I'm doing VGC stuff again. But it like became it came to a point where I was, you know, only doing Ironmon pretty much like the like I want to say like 10, 12 months almost only Ironmon. And now I'm back in the VGC things of uh, BG, VGC area of things. And obviously Scarlet and Violet releasing is a big part of that because I was super hyped for the Terra mechanic and all that, all that good stuff. So,
0: yeah. And it's funny you say that. Draft League was in a way kind of a catalyst for all this because that's actually what got me back into VGC as well because I kind of fell off with Sword and Shield because I didn't like the Dynamax mechanic too much but then mm. I found this random Draft League and you know people were looking for additional entries online and it brought me to some you know some Discord and then I ended up getting to know a lot of the people and I've made a lot of friends through it and it's it is it's kind of cool how you can sort of build a community through that and just sort of see where it goes.
3: I think the coolest thing about the VGC side of things for me is like I just I love meeting people, man. I it's so cool. Like uh I'm uh, coming home from Charlotte, I was sitting in the airport. And I saw some dude, like he, clearly he was getting on the same flight as me. And he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt that I own. You know, so I just was like, yo, how'd you do today? You know, I just I, I, I don't know who he is. And he was just like, oh, you know, I went six and three. I'm like, yo, same. And like our teams were almost like the same thing. we were both playing palafin balance, but I had roaring moon and I think he had dragonite. Um, so like they were like the same team, essentially. Um, And I talked to him in the airport for like. 50 minutes. And now I'm part of this Florida discord server for VGC. And like, you know, there's people like freeze eye in there and it's, it's just cool, man. It's just cool. Like it's, it's actually a really cool, like uh branching and
0: talking and just, you know, everybody's here to play the game and have fun. And that's, that's the coolest part about it. Absolutely. I mean, the reason that I was able to, that I popped into a stream of yours is because you came into a, a stream of Nino's early in the morning. And, when he was talking to you and like you know right away and i saw you had the the check mark next to you and then he was like oh this is salty dolphin he's another you know really great streamer so i you know checked you out later in the day and just like the relationship that that you two have is so fun and it's like you know it's just that's like the the great kind of banter and like you know uh fun rivalry that that is going on so to that let's talk a little bit about the raid roulette event because i would definitely want to make sure that we cover that first and foremost so the event details it's saturday april 29th what time does it start it's starting at 3 p.m eastern so that's like
3: noon for like people in california but people on the east coast it's 3 p.m eastern if you're like in the in eu it's like 8 p.m or so um it should be a lot of fun i'm really excited for it yes. i tried to yeah i tried to pick a time that's like pretty like you know, easy to meet with like everybody as well, like at at least with the other streamers involved
0: too, because some are West Coast and some are East Coast and all that stuff. And so the way that it's going to work is the streamers that you have, like the the people, they're going to drop into a single instance, right? And they're going to go to just six random raid events or random raids and they can't go, they can't like look at it and see what the Pokemon is. It's like once they look at it, they're locked in, correct? And they have to select that one as their potentially you know, one of their six members
3: yeah correct so the whole idea of the premise is like just add some randomness to the entire like to vgc because like you know one thing that you always see like if you're involved with vgc or involved with competitive pokemon in general like oh it's ting lu resident sleeper you know in in a twitch chat so like this the whole idea is like you know what like um one thing that I've always like found success with is like challenge runs and um stuff that's like out of your control. So I decided to kind of throw that into the VGC side of things and the whole idea is let the raids decide who what your team is. So you go to six different raid dens, those are your pokemon. Once you see that silhouette, you cannot like uh, that's your Pokemon you are locked in with it once you see the silhouette you have to make your decision based on the raid den type itself which even what's the best part about that is is that raid that that raid den type might not be good for that Pokemon (laughs) you know so like that's that I don't know I'm really excited for it because it should be a lot of randomness like um, and that's I don't know that's the that's something I would want to watch and I think that's that's a question that I ask myself a lot when I like decide something new that I want to stream is what would I watch this, you know, like would I find this entertaining? And I think a big thing being a streamer is advertise it because I think a lot of people try to jump into something and then they like or something new, I should say, and they don't give it the proper promo it needs. And then it falls flat out to space and they're like, oh, well, I guess this just sucks. And like, that's not true. You just got to like, you got to give it a chance. You know, you got to show your
0: existing community why it would be fun, I guess. Absolutely. And and you have to know that the people are going to want to actually watch it. And then, you know, because the fact that they are all streamers, you can go to a bunch of different perspectives and you can see what other people are, are you know, what they're encountering, what they can, what they're going to be bringing as well. So I think that is going to be the the really fun part of it is to see the actual building process that people are going through once they realize oh it looks like I'm going to be using you know a go goat or something like that yeah. for, for for on my <laughs> team it's like all right well let's, let's let's see how this happens so how much will they be able to edit the mon like will be they be able to use any picnic moves or can they change the terras or change the abilities?
3: Yeah. So there's only two uh, restrictions. The the biggest restriction is you can't choose the terror type because that would just defeat the whole purpose of the whole. Right. So the terror type is locked. And then so because we're like, I'm I've invited people that aren't like invested 800 hours in the Scarlet and Violet like I have. I I do. I checked my Twitch tracker the other day and it said I had like 900 hours streamed to Scarlet. I was like, holy crap. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> I was it's like, grinding. when did, I was like, when did this happen? <laughs> uh, so, so people don't grind it as hard as like myself or Nino or whatever. So I decided, uh, that abilities are locked as well. So, because we all know that ability patches can be a pain in the tookest, you know, to get a hold of and ability capsules can be kind of pricey as well. So I decided abilities are going to be locked and, the taras are locked. However, everything else is free game. If it's like an unevolved Pokemon, you can evolve it. Like if you get a slow poke, you can choose slow king or slow bro. Um, if you get Scyther, you can leave it at Eviolite or evolve with the scissor. Your choice. Like, I'm not going to stop you. You can crowdsource if you need somebody to give you a TM for something. Your chat member can help you. The chat can help with the raid den. Like, I want the team building process to be something for you and your community, essentially. And then the Knockout stage is like the streamer v streamer v streamer thing. So it's like, you know, it's a collab, but it's also like, so it's, it's not just like, cause some collabs, like, forgive me, like a ramble here. Some collabs, like people, they get in a call and they don't interact with the chat at all. So what I like about this is it's like you interact with chat, like you, you do the raid dens together. And one thing I guess that's important to like say about the event itself is is I am allowing two skips. So like if you go to a raid den and like, let's say it's Tyranitar and you already have Torkoal, you can go like, ah, well, I don't want dual weather. I like that. Yeah. You can skip Tyranitar if you wanted to, uh, for instance. So you get two skips, but that's it. Like you are no more, no less. Like you get two. (laughs) So that's something you can discuss with your, you know, your chat. You're like, oh, you know, is Flamigo going to be a Pokemon that I can use with my Torkoal? You know, like, you know, those are like, would that potentially be like? Is there something there, or you know, that that's the whole first part of it is supposed to be you and your community have fun, build the team, and then like, and then the knockout stage between the streamers. So
0: I think this is going to make for excellent TV to, to to watch and and see how it all how it all comes together. Now, will you be competing in the event, or will you be sort of like casting?
3: Uh, I will be competing. Um, great, uh, I'm. Yeah, I want to have fun too. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's me, Nino, uh, Salt Queen, JoJo Beans, Kali Calyuga, Lucky Wolf, and Quick Panic. So great. These are VGC people. These are shiny hunters. They're Iron Moners. The only the only like Pokemon I think. T- uh, type of streaming I didn't get involved was Nuzlockers, but that's because both Nuzlockers uh, were busy. <laughs> so I did reach out to them. So nice. uh, we don't have Nuzlockers involved, but we have Shiny Hunters, we have nuzzle our uh, Iron Moners, and we have um, VG Sears. So
0: cool. Well, I'm sure the the next one that you put on, they'll be chomping at the bit to be uh, to be involved in something like this because I think it's going to be I think it's going to be really fun to to be able to see, especially like Do you plan to? compile some of the various perspectives into a video that you want to, you know, yeah, put out I, at some point?
3: Honestly, I, the one, what's been killing me right now because like I'm I'm on my laptop right now streaming is I can't work on YouTube because like my, my laptop can't run Sony Vegas. Like it just can't. So uh, that's one thing that's been killing me right now because like I actually have like the motivation for it right now. And being that I'm full time streaming, one of my biggest goals is to start get monetized on youtube so like i have two sources of like income because right now twitch twitch is it you know like that's Mm -hmm. that's it for me so that um getting monetized on youtube oh yeah yeah and of course (laughs) like the sponsors are honestly like the sponsors have been fantastic genuinely like all all the sponsors that i've taken on stream have all been fantastic to work with uh and like they're always like i'll never take one that like well i won't i won't say never but I, I, like r- right now, I think it's important that I only take ones that aren't too content intrusive. You know what I mean? So, like the like, the Factor one, like they get the logo, they get the chatbot. Like it's cool. Like you know, everybody realizes like, hey, this is supporting him. So yeah, you know, I think I think
0: transparency is a really big deal when it's when you're streaming. So very cool. Well, I am I'm very excited to to check this out on. So definitely be there saturday april 29th 3 p.m eastern and see how it all shakes out so you mentioned the the advertisers and like they've been great to work with i think that's fantastic i also think that speaks to you as a streamer because having been in your community in your chat for a while like you may have salty in your name but i've never seen you get toxic or upset at you know, an opponent or anything like that, if anything, you get the most upset at people who are being toxic in your chat. You've built a very, very fun community. And I have to give you mad credit for that, because those are the types of people that people are going to want to come back to and continue to work with and continue to watch and support because you're doing it the right way. And I, I think that's just fantastic.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, with anything you watch people that are are good that you watch people that are good at something right to to like get better at the game like every everybody that probably listens to this podcast like watches cybertron right like <laughs> you know what i mean they watch cybertron oh, yeah, cuz he's, he's good he's good at the video game right yep. so that i watch cybertron cuz he's good at the video game cuz i want to learn from him mm-hmm. i watch streamers that i think are good streamers and i think That's really important, you know, like people laugh at it sometimes, but like I sat down one day and I watched like it's not content for me per se, um, but I watched Pokimane for like two hours one day because I was just like, what? Why are people watching the stream? You know, because like people can say it's because like, you know, it's you know, it's just people think she's like cute or whatever, but she's she's genuinely good. If you like sit there and watch, she's like really good at streaming. And like, I think. No big streamer is just there because they're, you know, they just got lucky. Like genuinely people have to be good at it. So people I look up to, I look up to Pi, I look up to 360 Chrism, I look up to Small Ants and there's a, you know, I could name a ton of people, but those, those are big three people for me, especially because a Pi, especially when it comes to like having a good community, because, you know, like if you see something like, can I curse? Sure. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> if you see something shitty, you know, if you see something shitty in the chat, you know, just like zap it, like, you know, like just get the fuck out, you know, like sometimes like I think the best philosophy when running a stream is like stern, but fair. You know what I mean? Because I like I, 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 you know, I can take a good crass joke like I can take a pervy joke. I I like I, I love a good, you know, I, I like a good joke here and there, but there's there's a time and a place for stuff. And I think that's the hardest part. Like that's something you just learn as you stream and like, cause like, I don't know if I'm talking about, if we're talking about like a Netflix show or something like that. And somebody makes some offhand joke about, I don't know about something, anything, it could be anything, but like, you just got, you like it, don't just ignore it. You need like, it's important to go like, Hey. You're an idiot, (laughs) you know, just just stop talking. You know, the other day uh, that was actually something like when I first got into VGC, like like when the VGC, like I thought I was going to be only a VGC streamer uh, when it like after the first month of Scarlet being out, because like, you know, I had like 700 viewers, 800 viewers at one point. I was like, what the hell? What is going on? It's like, this is my big break, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) I was like living in like the like living in the fantasy land for a little bit. Um, not that it hasn't been good to me, of course, but, you know, obviously the hype has died down a bit, et cetera, et cetera. I had to zap so many people so quickly. And, you know, I don't have like a, a large mod team. Like, even though, like I sit around like 350 to 400 viewers, I don't have a large mod team. I think I have like 15 to 20 mods total. So I was like having to zap people left and right, because I mean, we, I th- I'm sure everybody in VGC has like felt it before like that pretentious energy and you know I just didn't want that man like I just I hate that like there was too much of like somebody says oh I'm running go-goat you mentioned go-goat earlier I'm running go-goat with uh with loaded dice bullet seed and someone goes why would you do that and like or like instead of saying why would you do that people would just respond with dude that sucks you know and why not just say why? Like, why not go like, hey, why are you doing that instead of this? I'm curious. Like, you know, like, why not just, why not breed discussion instead of just being, I don't know, some five-year-old, like, trying to act better than someone, so.
0: That's why I love your channel reward of does this pass art class. Because people will submit those more interesting teams or something that is, you know, a little bit, maybe off meta or something like that. And even if it is, little you know maybe it may not be necessarily competitively successful what i'm always impressed by is how you find a way to quickly digest what the person is trying to accomplish and then you offer constructive criticism on how you can maybe tweak things here or there and that is the right mentality to have because you're so right it's it's so quick to be able to just say oh no that that's not going to work because that you know is just a bad pokemon that's a bad idea as yeah, opposed to saying like, this sucks get rid of it like exactly but, you and know like, like you're, you're just it, dismissing that pulp person's creative process
3: yeah like when i was testing on showdown the other night like the chat was like Oh, iron treads iron treads i'm like i'm not an iron treads guy and then I, you know i went to showdown and i was like all right i'm gonna try iron treads and like now <laughs> you know you know i think the pokemon's not bad like yeah i think it's i think it's all right man
0: <laughs> yeah and i think that like I mean, I'm not going to give Game Freak too much credit, but it does kind of speak to there are a good, there's a good method or like a good way to make kind of any Pokemon at least a little bit viable depending on what the system is. I'm, I'm sure like everything's, you know, there's stuff that just isn't as good, sure, but like you can really make any Pokemon work if you really, 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 really want to. So I think it's yeah. just trying to mm-hmm. see what works for you. Because also the other thing too is not everyone's goals are going to be the same. You know, like some people just want to play casual. Some people want to try and win worlds. And there's a whole chasm in between and like a spectrum that you can be on, depending on where you want to find your enjoyment in this game.
3: Yeah, Yeah, like that's that's exactly it. And, you know, you can find success with the most like ridiculous Pokemon if you really want to. One thousand percent. I mean, whether it's like you're protecting your annihilate in a very unorthodox way or <laughs> like you can yep. find success like but i did always find it funny i i mean i don't know if you guys have ever felt this but like when i was first getting into vgc like i used to be a singles player so i didn't really hit vgc until like sword and shield dropped but when i was getting into it and i found cybertron's video it'd be like oh a Thieval team but it's just Thieval and like five amazingly really strong meta Pokemon. yep, yep. <laughs> i'm like i'm like well is it really like <laughs> but no i mean i i i've run into like agility serene grace done sparse with evio Light before and like it gave me some trouble man i beat it but i think if that person like if that person spent more time in the lab i think i think i could have gotten rolled absolutely So I think it just, you know, it comes down to creativity. It comes down to, like, putting hours in the game and just having fun,
0: too. Yeah. And I think that also speaks to just because a lot of your content when you're playing VGC. um, Now, you do do some, like, you know, best of three tournaments that you'll find online, but it's predominantly ladder focused, which is 100% a skill. And you've said, you know, multiple times that, like, you had, like, being good on ladder is is an attribute like is a skill that you have so how do you think you become so successful at it like how do you get that that feel to be able to just read a pokemon or a team and figure out what they're going to do
3: oh man this is this is a like this is a crazy question because like how do i say everything without talking for 45 minutes um (laughs) (laughs) so i mean i think i really think it just comes down to like just I, I say this all the time, but like, just play the game, you know, just keep playing. I think I think a lot of people are afraid to lose and you you got to you got to get you got to get over that quick. Uh, that's something that I, I I used to be. I used to be a dirty League of Legends player and I, I used to be so scared to like hit the ranked button, you know, like, oh, gosh, like I don't want to play ranks. But then funnily enough, like I found a friend that only plank ranked and I, you know, just kind of like Got into it. And then I became not afraid to lose, you know, because like at the end of the day, it is what it is. Like, just play it, play your best content. Like, you know, like you can go on tilt. But I do. I think that's actually the number one thing is don't be afraid to lose because just and be willing to accept where you were the problem as well. If you can reflect and go like, well, you know, if I hadn't done that, maybe I could have like positioned myself better because like sometimes when you're playing a game of VGC, we could have gotten to the final step like one turn sooner had we just done something else. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think reflecting is the best way to do that. Just just go like, oh, you know, if I just quiver dance this turn because it was totally safe to do it because I know that guy's protecting and I have fake out into this slot and I hit heat wave into protect anyway, like an idiot. You know, like it's it's little things like that. It's reflecting. I It's definitely reflecting and putting in putting in time like, you know, that sounds like such a man's man answer, like <laughs> just <laughs> put in the time and put in the work, man. But it, it really it really just goes come down to like, you know, pl- play, play the video game, play the video game, Put like put in the effort, put in the time and. You know, uh watch content like myself because <laughs> yeah. like it, it that can give you that 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 time on ladder. Not not exactly, but the big and, you know, and you'll develop those skills because the hardest skill in all of Pokemon is every turn knowing every single line. That's the hardest thing in Pokemon is seeing every single line, every single potential play that your opponent can do and that you can do and what advances you with also keeping you safe like how do i take a step forward but also not just getting my arm blown off over here you know right and like that's that's i'm always thinking of like what's the what's the what's the play that pushes me towards my goal and like cuz i know a lot of people just like to I'll slam terra normal e speed and i'll just one shot this guy and and then i'll win the game but sometimes it's better to just creep forward you know instead of just jump
0: <laughs> yeah and i think that also speaks to, to your playstyle that you've sort of talked about in your streams is that you like and you know correct me if i'm wrong but it feels like you like more like bulky offense where you don't necessarily oh, yeah. need I like tailwind or offense. trick room you're just like i got beef yep. over here and i'm going to be able to outlast whatever you're trying to do oh, that would was... love to slow down the game yeah, the, the the number one thing that I
3: kept hearing in regulation area or series one or whatever when I'm running Avalug and Skeleturge, like, oh, you have you have no Trick Room setter, you have no Tailwind setter. What 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 do you mean? Like, don't you need one of those? I'm like, nah, man, <laughs> nah, dude, <laughs> nope. 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 Like, I think I think, yeah. Granted, if you're not running like Speed Control, you like more likely you're going to be having Protect on a lot of Pokemon, but. Yeah, I, I think I think like as long as Okay. I'm gonna tell you a story about my round nine opponent at Charlotte. Okay. His name is Vijay. And he I walked up to that. Well, when we tr- exchanged team sheets, dude, we were both five and three at this time. So we were both a uh, knocked out, but we were we both wanted to be six and three potential for CP, right? And I we exchanged team sheets and I see this is this is regulation B, so bundle, flutter, all them. I see Iron Moth, Gardevoir, Tinkaton, Meowskareta, Azumarill, and Braviary. And I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> I am so baffled and confused because I had fought I, Talon Tusk, Talon Tusk, Mouse Ape, you know, uh, Glamora Dozo, like that's all I fought all day Like every single round Glamora Dozo, Mouse Ape, and then Talon Tusk, and this Guy rolls up with this, and I'm not gonna lie, I squashed Him, destroyed Him <laughs> <laughs> was It It wasn't even it, Like the first game was a 4-0, the other Game was, a, the next game was a 3-0, wasn't Even close, but He goes to 4 Wayne Guy makes day two with the same team, (laughs) like so. I think really, if you pick your six and you understand how they operate, that that's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. If you know how they operate and you can identify, okay, this is what I gotta do there with my season one team. If I saw annihilate, all right, I gotta bring skeleturge and I gotta charge up torch songs you know that was my and just, and then I just played ignore the ape the whole game and like I would just torch song whatever was next to the ape and I would just boost up torch songs and I think that's just what it comes down to is like if you know your
0: pokemon well enough then you can pretty much beat anything right oh yeah we we talk about all the time on this podcast that being comfortable with your with your team you're yeah. like those 50-50 matchups are going to turn into 60-40 70-30 and yeah. just you know continue to progress especially as like you know, rule sets change and whatnot. And and, new, and people want to try something new. It's like, yeah, but I've been using the same, the same group for the past, you know, four or five weeks. So I'm gonna beat you, regardless of the fact that I'm not using a ruined Pokemon or I'm not using a Paradox or whatever. Mm. But it's funny you bring up that that game in particular because they're actually a member of our Discord. <laughs> oh, are they? <laughs> yes, dude, and hell so yeah! They became like a legend, but because of the fact that they brought sheer force, Braviary, and Tinkaton, and made day two. <laughs> so oh, that's, dude, that's perfect. He brought that up unprompted. Well,
3: uh, dude, uh, I mean, after the game, like he he looked at me and he straight up goes like, you know, I've been fighting Palafins all day, and when I saw you had Palafin, I was excited. But he's like, not a single one of them went in with Baby palafin. And I go, really? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, nobody jet punched your Iron Moth with Baby palafin. Are you kidding me? Like, really? So, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was something he must have learned and obviously learned because he freaking went off and went crazy. I believe mm-hmm. he went to EUIC, too. Like, I don't know. Well, absolute legend. And like, I, I, I paired against him in the GC as well. The first GC, I think. And I was like, I saw the same loadout and I was like, no way. It's him. It's him. Like <laughs> I was popping off about his team because like it 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 inspired me because like I was just like, this guy he's on something, man. Mm-hmm. He's on something.
0: That's too funny. All right. well, we have just a few minutes left. Uh, we're gonna do the like a quick lightning round. There's uh, some questions yeah. that I have for you. and uh, then we'll wrap it up. So easy one, maybe? What's your favorite Pokemon game? Favorite Pokemon
3: game? Um, I'll say Black and White and Black and White too. I'm a big okay. fan of the Gen Five. It's really refreshing. Um, yeah. I think I got the most out of that as like a Pokemon player. Just refreshing stories. Like fret, or, like all new cast of Pokemon. And I don't care what anybody says. The like, I love the designs of pretty much all the Pokemon in that Gen, except maybe like
0: Simisear. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what's been your favorite Pokemon to use for VGC since you've been playing? Not necessarily just Scarlet and Violet. Since I've been playing, um oh man, I, I it's got to be Avalug,
3: man. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. Avalug. Got to stay wide, man. Oh, <laughs> God, dude. I wish I wish I could bring it in regulation B and C. I mean, I, I probably could. But, you know, I, I just feel like he's just not going to be good right now. But yeah. I don't know. It was just. When I beat the number seven player on the ladder when I was like 400 or something and I completely swept them with an Avalog, like that was a hu- I popped off super hard. Like oh, yeah. that was like that was like an Iron Mon pop off that I had. But I, 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 had, I had a lot of fun with that and like all the memes that came from it and Skeletor too. It's just unfortunate they're both not really in the like. I
0: don't know. They feel hard to you, too hard to use right now. So, yeah, we have many Dirge fans in, in my friend group. And there were, we're mm-hmm. you know. every every couple weeks, they'll be like, is Dirge good again? No.
3: <laughs>
0: Dang. <laughs> All right. Favorite holiday? Favorite holiday?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm a big fan. Like, people are going to hate me, but I, I, my birthday is on Valentine's Day. So, I like Valentine's Day. Yeah. I also, I'm also a big July 4th fan. I, I do like, you know, I like barbecues. I like, I like, You know, I I like American style food. I love burgers, macaroni pizza. I love all that stuff. I love fried chicken and I love having a nice ice cold beer to go with it. So I'll say
0: July 4th. Okay. And last one. How long do you think you could realistically last on Survivor? Oh, I'm I'm making the merge 100%. (laughs)
3: 1000% I'm making the merge because I, okay, like, It's about like you said, I I know how to not be too toxic. I know how to keep my keep my cool. And I don't think I actually answered that question completely, but, uh, (laughs) but like, I I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like I, you know, I, you know, I offer some, some physical, I offer, like, I I think I, I think I like to think I am funny to a degree. Oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) So uh, I don't know. I feel like I would have enough to offer to get me to the merge. And I, I I think that's where a lot of players it want to make it minimum. So, Uh, yeah, I would like to say I would say
0: minimum merge, but I would like to think top five. I think, I think so. I think so. You definitely have the uh, the mind game down because that's such a big part of it, especially once you know we get later into it. Absolutely. Well, cool. Thank you again so much for coming on. It's truly been a pleasure to not only to talk to you, but also just to watch you every day because it's it's great to you know you come on at the perfect time, right when I'm eating lunch, and I you know just can have you on as I'm working so it's just been it's been fantastic so again thank you so much for your time i really do appreciate it yeah no problem um
3: i i love i love doing it it's it's a blast when i first got into it i didn't realize how competitive like my time slot is but (laughs) 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 um you know it's it's cool i I love every second of it i start around uh, for the for the the listeners i start around 12 p.m eastern there you go Uh, on twitch.tv and uh, this Saturday if you like VGC stuff and you like to see uh, something that's not just the old meta uh, check out the raid roulette thing I'm doing this weekend because it should be a lot of fun I'm really excited for it and I hope it goes well because I would love to expand upon it and turn it into something bigger so cool
0: well thank you again salty I really do appreciate you coming on it's truly been a pleasure hope you have a great rest of your evening and let's get into that email that we received from none other than glitch Tony, will you please read this email from Glitch?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do my best Glitch impression. Hey, all.
0: We don't know what Glitch <laughs> sounds like, for, <laughs> for the record. So whatever Tony says is his own imagination.
1: This is my imagination. But go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Hey, all. Glitch again.
1: Thanks for reading my email last episode. I'd love to help co-host an episode in the future. I believe balance teams are going to stay relevant in the reg C meta. I, however, don't use teams that are at the forefront of the meta. I'm currently making a Palafin team with clear amulet, water terra, moveset of water crash, jet punch, drain punch, and substitute. I love to brainstorm teams in my downtime use mons in ways most don't use them for. Keep up the great work you guys do.
0: Glitch. Thank you very much, Glitch. Uh, That seems like a pretty fun. (laughs) Seems like a fun (laughs) paladin set. I saw Drain Punch on a team in the uh, showdown prep when I was prepping for the global challenge. So we'll see how uh, we'll see if that's something that pops up. But I think that I think they're right. I think that balance and bulky offense is going to stay pretty relevant in regulation. See, I think I think until the end of it, balance
1: is just it's everyone's going to give into balance at this point, right? Um, it it's probably part of the comfort comfortability of like you have how you, you know balance has been a thing forever. so it's definitely one of those things where it's like the ruined mons are only four mons compared to the paradox Mons where there was like what
0: 16 together would sure. it be
1: sixteen?
0: Sure I have no idea uh, you know just... how many of them are relevant though you know like eight
1: yeah, exactly but like this is only four and how many of them, are really revelant, relevant. It's Very three because fuck you, Wo-Chan. But uh, yeah, no. So like balance is just one of those things where it's just, it's always going to be there. There might be different variants though. So there might be like the Iron Bundle chiu, and you know, let's say Wo-Chan just because it's there, but we'll really be thinking of a Moongus. You know, I, I think, yeah, just balance is going to be balance and that's going to be it. It might be the whole like until 2024 you might just be seeing balance the whole time depending on what regulation d or series four whatever they want to call it is going to be
0: and we'll see if uh like what develops with the net with the meta and if we get potentially a uh a new balance or some other type of shoe um <laughs> i hate you <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so thank you again glitch for writing in you can also write in if you are interested you can reach us at trainersschoolpodcast@gmail.com podcast at gmail.com and for this episode i don't know let us know what happened with you in the second global challenge did you compete did you have any issues with not being able to breed right before you know anything along those lines? Would be interested in finding out. So that is the podcast. We are going to wrap there. Thank you, gentlemen, both for coming on and chatting about what's going on in VGC currently. So we'll say our goodbyes. Start with you, Tony.
1: Asalakwaygo. Fuck you, Wojan. <laughs> and
0: snaps.
2: I will see ever you guys later.
0: Awesome. Thank you both so much. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate your time. Class dismissed.
1: So which one of us got detention?